you're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, what's up? It's Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, your show all about leveraging this wonderful gift we have called real estate, the American dream, some people dub it. And now we're going to teach you how to buy, sell, invest, hold, whatever you want to do, manage real estate, all of it. It's all done here. We bring on top industry professionals like these gentlemen sitting next to me today, Gregory Rice with Nexus Property Management. What's up, Greg? How you doing, bud? Welcome to the show. And Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage. Um, again, top industry players here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut area. So um, we got an awesome show for you today. We really do. We've got we're we're talking about in the next segment why Greg is spending time in prison. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, we're also talking right now about tax strategy. Right, it is tax time, guys. We're getting prepared for taxes, and you know you always want to obviously. The IRS has two things we don't have: time and money. You all, you know, you always want to be truthful on your taxes. You want to make sure you're paying your fair share of taxes. Okay, no problem. But there's also a strategy behind it where you don't want to overpay, you don't want to underpay, and you want to make sure that you're set up to get the maximum amount of real estate that you can buy if you're looking to purchase real estate. So we're gonna all kind of talk about how we deal with our taxes over the year. And Matt, as a, a mortgage professional, can give you some ideas of maybe what to do, what not to do. Sound good, guys? Absolutely. Yeah? All right, cool. Very, very good. Now, Greg Rice, I'm um, going to quickly start with you, bud. Now, you're an investor, right? Yep. And you also run a property management company. Yep. Okay. So there's a few things you know about buying and selling real estate, right? That is correct. Okay. All right, great. <laughs> you own, is it fair to say, a couple dozen units? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. I'm curious what your thoughts are on tax strategy. I'm going to leave it wide open, bro, because I never know where where you or Matt are going to take this, and I love hearing your thoughts. Give us some Greg Rice tax strategy here sure. on buying and selling real estate. So when I first bought my first four-family, uh, Matt actually helped me buy that. The that, follow- was like, uh, that was like five years Small ago? Small world. 2015. Five, going on five years? Yeah. Your first one? Yeah. You already have a couple dozen now? Three dozen? 42. 42? <laughs> oh, jeez. In three years? Four yeah. years? Four years. <sighs> so the first one, I didn't know it, but the following year when I filed my tax returns, I had a humongous loss mm-hmm. from the amount of expenses I had with the property, the closing costs, all the things that, you know, the mortgage interest, the taxes, insurance, all these things. Utilities. Re- reduced my AGI to nothing so the next year when i went to buy another house they were like we wouldn't give you a library card <laughs> oh geez so what i realized is that not very many people are like that i'm just kidding it was bad <laughs> so what i i learned from there and the strategy is yes you want to deduct your expenses but you don't want to go in and all uh, you know renovate all six apartments at once no because then next year that property is going to look like turd <laughs> <laughs> like to, so you right. need to spread out great word your expenses and that's what i do yeah i 
All right. Definitely do that. Or, I mean, if you've got enough capital, just do it and then take the loss for the year. Yeah. One thing that comes to mind when you talk about strategy with tax returns, it, it it's not like no, there's nothing wrong with w-2 salaried employees that file a standard tax return it's not a, like a shot at you guys like it is what it is you know if you're out there making good money and it's an easy tax return to file a lot of them don't even need a strategy oh, just, they just use you know, the just, standard deduction just your standard deduction and, and and have a have a you know they're not concerned about it they got other, other ambitions and goals yeah we're more talking about the the the, the business the person that wants to be the business owner through real estate or the business owners that want to use their business to purchase real estate yeah but you could be talking about the w-2 employee that owns like there's a lot of well, police what, officers a lot of military well, well, that's what i mean by being managers of retail stores a whatever a business owner through real estate yeah 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 okay. you, uh, you you own rental properties you're your own business owner that's total a schedule bo- total it's, boss you're, move. you're self-employed and you and you and you make your income through rent that property that you own and manage yep that's a business owner you know in every sense of the word so when you when you go to talk about strategy with business owners that want to either use their business to buy real estate mm-hmm. or get into the real estate business and own property and, and that's your business LLCs or what, whatever however you strategize with your with your tax account um, it, the tax return and how do you strategize is not like a one-time thing it's not like oh good this year I, I bought this house and I was able to do a rental income I accomplished that goal great it's something that you have for a, you should be planning on having year over year over a longevity like at least 30 years because that's how long your mortgage is going to be on there for mm-hmm. and then maybe after you get to you know pay off the mortgage you sell the house and get all the net proceeds but regardless you're, you're setting up a strategy not just for the t- next 12 months but it, it, yes for the next 12 months but in addition to the next year what's up what happens after that and 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 with 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 using tax returns and that strategy to help you um, keep moving forward and keep purchasing houses. That means yep. you have to keep being mortgage leveraged and be able to do that. I, I like what you're saying, Matt, about how it's a long-term strategy. A long and game. I think that's what I'm getting from you is, is a long game. So, you know, I, I'm curious as to what both your thoughts are on this, right? So there's some people that get into real estate and, and they want the get quick rich scheme. Look, it's not going to happen. Real estate is a get rich slow scheme. Hmm. And, and can you explain a little bit? Because I think you guys know where I'm getting at with this, right? The, you know, money over time, right? So can can you explain, Greg, we'll start with you about how holding on to real estate over time can increase your wealth? Sure. I'm 28, about to be 29, and I can retire right now if I want to. That's great. With just the rentals. I can quit Nexus. See ya. It's been great. I'm off to Tahiti. (laughs) That's in a nutshell. Sick. But what happens is when I bought that house with Matt... The next year I bought another one, so now I have eight units plus a salary. So the following year I buy five more, now I have 13 plus a salary. So the more units you get, it's like the more jobs you have on paper. So that's my goal is to keep increasing the amount of jobs that I have via how many units. And then it just gets easier once you get over that two or three building hump. Yep. Then you're you're cruising. Kind so of. so you're so right now you're saying you're making the money off of the monthly cash flow coming in. Boom right. boom boom cash flow. Matt, how does equity play a part with somebody's wealth and the ability to use that equity to purchase more real estate? Well, equity is like the, the is a really really awesome word, especially if you have a lot of it. Yeah. So um, like, yeah. like forty two buildings worth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now people come, different people come from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I I 
I enjoy working with the people that have the capital to invest into equity. And like, that's a really high level conversation. Most of the time they have, it's a lot of money. They're buying a very nice piece of property. So it's a lot of rewarding, a lot of rewards going all around for something like that. Yeah. But I also want to talk to the people that don't have a, t- a lot of money to put down and that come from that walk of life where they're hardworking, they got their education, they're doing the next right thing and they want the next right thing to happen. Those are the people that I really, I've, I've, I really cater to because I, I came from that yep, position. Likewise. You know, I wasn't given like a, a bunch of money or inheritance or, you know, I don't come from a very, very rich family, um, which is sometimes family money is that how, how some people get started. Yep. I started with just using mortgages and qualifying for a mortgage to then use it and leverage myself to keep being able to buy and put a short term goal, which is to buy an investment property. But then that long term goal, which is to buy multiple investment properties. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing with equity is that you, you when you're paying your mortgage every month, you're not just giving it to the bank. A large percentage of that is going to the actual value of the house. So you're actually, you know, putting money into the bank and it, every time you make a payment, it gets a little bit higher. And it goes a little bit higher. Yep. And it gets a little bit higher. So, you know, while you're working hard every day at your day to day job and you also have investment properties that are paying for themselves, you're essentially making double, you know, you're, you're putting the money in from the bank from you get from your job and then you're putting money into the bank when you make your mortgage payment nice. into that equity bank f- fund. And, you know, that, that whole, that whole process, that whole like that, just doing that. Is worth it to buy an investment property. Hundred percent. Forget like you know making money in cash flow because yeah. that's also a positive thing to have yeah. happen. But if you're just banking money by charging rent yep. to a, a good tenants that don't destroy your house, that right there is enough for me to be able to say, okay, let's buy it. Yep. And then, but also if you can actually get to a position where you're cash flowing, you're making extra money on it on a, on a monthly basis. That's also fantastic, you know. Love it, you know. Um, so for for me, it's it's the best thing that I've ever done. You know, I own four units, and I, it's still the best thing. Forget forty two of them. Yeah. I, I own four, and I'm a happy kid. That's all right. It's a good start. Yeah, it's a great start. So so you know, and, and uh, I'm going to give you a little piece of my strategy, right? So the monthly income on rentals is a is the cash flow coming in, right? I'm using that to pay all the bills. The cash flow is what's left over. Okay, what's left over? I'm taking that money and I'm putting that towards a down payment on another one, right? And and, and you just stack up, have it as a down payment. You have it as an emergency fund if something breaks or whatever, right? Nothing crazy secret here what I'm doing. But ultimately, what my game plan is, is I'm building a retirement portfolio in something that I know better than anything else I know personally is real estate. Mm-hmm. And I know that over time, real estate goes up roughly 3.5% per year and is the most consistent thing, more consistent than the stock market, more consistent than anything else because it's an asset. You you own this thing and you know, you're getting paid to hold on to it. So you're paying your taxes, your insurance, all your liabilities, and you're growing actual equity over time. You can't do that with a single family home. A single family home is more of a break even. And now we say it, right? You know, so if you're buying a single family home, it makes sense because it's like a break even. You're not giving a landlord money. It's a break even 20 years from now when you sell it. After, you know, you've paid your principal, insurance, taxes, utilities, all that, you're literally breaking even like as if you spent zero dollars to live. So that makes sense. Um, For the for the listeners out there that that are are really taking this in. Yeah. If you're nervous about buying a house, 
and you're like, oh, wow, I don't, I'm, I, you know, I have a lot of responsibility. You know, that's a big payment. Worried about the mortgage payment. Buy a multifamily. That's and what's up. And and yeah. and me and Emilio and Greg, we don't go away after the closing day. We're here to help you out. And if you're going to listen to us and you're going to let it help us guide you into a, an investment property where you can make money, yep. then we're going to help you deal with the problems that come up and, and the issues. And we're going to get you in touch with the right people that resolve boilers and roofs and windows. And, right. you know, we're, Long -term we're, that's play. what we're here for. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're a, a business partner of yours at Good that point. point. You know what I mean? And, and us being investment property owners ourselves mm -hmm. between the three of us you've seen we've pretty much built four houses you know what I mean? like, greg manages you know? over 700 right. so i mean it's so, like so you're, you're teaming up with people that know how to get things done yeah and that like we 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 hold our reputation very very high which means that we're not taking advantage of anybody we're not going to put you in touch with somebody that can't get the job done and we're going to be there to look out for you because we want you to be have an enjoyable experience so that way you keep doing it it's not you know always I mean? it's not always uh pixie dust and unicorns though it's a it's a lot of work real estate's a lot of work but it's a lot of reward for the people that do it right so good stuff gentlemen <laughs> high fives all around all right awesome segment good stuff hey stay tuned we're going to be right back with matt bates with movement mortgage and we're going to be talking about doctors okay so medical professionals they've got huge debt and attorneys and, and oh and attorneys yep. now too and attorneys huge college debt how are they able to buy a home we've got some really awesome ideas for you. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Nice job, guys. Thank you. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in here. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, and if you miss any of these segments, don't forget to check us out. On, thanks, Matt. Matt, why are you touching my microphone? Because I can't see my face. I can't hear you, Matt. The, the people can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Good. All right, so that's Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage rudely touching the host's microphone. You don't do that. That's a violation. A total violation. Anyways, let me get back to what I was saying. Excuse me, Matt. Can I take can I take my back show up. back? Can I You're blocking my face. Oh, I'm sorry. We're on Facebook Live right now and Matt has to get his pretty face on on Facebook, but anyways, oh, let me get shit. back to what I was saying. Um if you miss any of these, you're a lot of fun, Nikki. If you miss, <laughs> if you miss any of these segments with us, you can go to facebook.com backslash Despirito Team or just Google Despirito Team Facebook or go to YouTube. Check out all of our videos, all of our content, all of our podcasts, ton of great information in there. And you can see all of the latest real estate listings that we're really putting out on the market. We're crushing it right now. It's great. So uh, if you need to contact us, message us through there. But, you know, this segment, uh, there's a lot of awesome you know, doctors and, and young people out there that, that worked really hard for, what, eight, nine years, seven, eight, nine years, yep. went to school. They've got all this the tremendous amount of college debt, and now they want to settle down. They want to stop paying a landlord, and they want to purchase property. So Matt with Movement Mortgage, and we also have Greg Rice with Next Property Management here. Matt, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to know how to do that. First off, is it possible with all of that college debt, sometimes half a mil plus, to be able to do that. Absolutely, yeah. And, and specific to doctors, these professionals, some of the most smartest people in the world, 
Mm-hmm. You know, of course they can buy a house. Like some you know, of them aren't. Yeah, so. <laughs> most of them are. But remember that the DNC student still graduates yeah. as doctors. And I actually just recently had an, we had a, a customer that applied for a doctor's loan or inquired about one. Yep. It, it it wasn't um, the best option for him at the moment. We actually got him into a different FHA loan. Okay. But it was still an option that we could review, and he did qualify for it. Okay. Which is what tre- in, intrigued me to do a radio show on it. What's you know? FHA? Uh, FHA is a government loan that's uh, insured by federal housing the, the federal housing administration okay. and it's a very comparable loan to the doctor loan um, actually as far as like the numbers and down payment requirements and stuff like that is concerned but uh, the um, the doctor's loan is a conventional product and and okay. that's uh, it follows conventional guidelines um, but anyways back to the doctor loan um, if you're if you're a physician the the, ter- the, the description is uh, newly licensed medical re- residents who have either recently completed their residency or are about to begin their new employment or have six months left of residency remaining. Exist, existing physicians and doctors, dentists, oral surgeons. Okay. So if you fit into one of those categories, this would might this is well, good. What if you're a nurse? You. No nurses? No nurses. Oh, come on. No. Um, and when we're talking about physicians and, and anybody that's in that category, I yep. mean, some of these uh, applicants are looking at half a million dollars in, in student loan debt. Yeah, and a, 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 payment, a payment for that on most loans is one, either five, uh, a half a percent of the balance okay. or 1% of the balance. And that's either, you know, like on a half a million dollars, that's either 2500 or 5000 depending on what loan product you go to if you do not do a doctor's loan. Wow. So that really impedes on how much you qualify for because those responsibilities come first before we it can qualify for It goes against your income. It goes against your debt-to-income ratio. Okay. So with the doctor's loan is what they, they, they with proper um, deferment and forbearance on, you have to have it, the payments either deferred or forbeared yep. for 12 months. Um, we would eliminate that payment from your debt-to-income ratio, allowing for more room to qualify for Let me ask you something. So why, for the first 12 months, are you forbearing that loan? What's going on? What? Well, they, it, it, I think the, the uh, my opinion and where I, where I think it is, yeah. I'm not sure the actual answer from the agents. Like if you ask the, the conventional people that do come up with the loan product, why? But for the, my head, what I'm thinking is Earnings. that you know, they're going to be earning more money yeah, as absolutely. they go well, as, year over year. They get a higher salary. They and as they should. Money. I mean, yeah. the stuff that doctors deal with, God, I can't even, God right. bless them, I can't. Right. I can't imagine doing their jobs. Yeah, so you know, if you can, if you take somebody that's making a good amount of money monthly, yep. and then you eliminate a five thousand dollar bill from their debt to income ratio, or a twenty five hundred dollar bill from the debt to income ratio, they can now replace whatever money they were supposed to be using to pay for that student loan towards their mortgage, and they can qualify for you know a really nice house. So some of the loan limits that you can go up to, depending on how big of a down payment that you have. You can go right up to the conforming loan limit, which is five hundred and ten thousand four hundred for the area, um, and you can put three and a half, three percent down. You know, it's that's a low down payment 3%. for such for such a big loan. Yeah. But then if you go into higher, up to uh, six hundred and fifty, you can put five percent down. It's a little bit requires a little bit bigger of a down payment, but you can go up to a loan level. What loan now? Normally, with the with that amount, like six fifty or whatever it is, is is like a you know, your everyday person, not a doctor, are they putting down, do they have the ability to put down as low as 5%? Not up to, not not past the conforming loan okay. limit. Okay, the conforming loan limit now is, the, uh, explain that. So. Well, the conforming loan limit is the amount of money that um, banks are allowed to f- 
give out to customers before it turns into a jumbo loan. Understood. So okay. once you go, once you finance to take a loan out that's more than five hundred and ten thousand four hundred dollars. Okay. Gets it down to the penny. It turns into <laughs> if you go anything higher, if you go to five eleven, it turns into a ju- jumbo loan. And but for doctors, we stay away from the jumbo loan limit and we uh, the jumbo loans. Yeah. We can still do this same loan with the same rate. Up to six hundred and fifty, if you put five percent down. Now, if you decide that you want to go up into ten percent, yep. and you have a ten percent down payment, they'll go all the way up to a million dollars. So, mm-hmm. is there is there mortgage insurance involved in these? Um, there is a mortgage insurance. It depends on the bank that you do do business with. Okay, um, and how you calculate. You can do lender paid uh, mortgage insurance. You can do buyer paid mortgage insurance. Some banks offer no mortgage insurance at all. Um, I'm just not sure what the rate would be because it would be for a different company that I, I work for. So it, 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 basically, if you're interested in the doctor loan, is we recommend you do as much research as you as you can. Um, another thing is is that you know because this is a specialty product, sometimes it might take longer than a okay. normal financing, which may weigh on the customer's decision on whether they go you know conventional FHA or doctor's loan. Okay. Um so but the thing is is you know especially with doctors they do their homework, they do their reading, they do their sure. they, you know they 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 they're looking into all their options. So it's good to work with a lender that's a full service lender so that, that way they they do a great job with conventional FHA, VA, doctor's loans. They have all the tools in the toolbox so that way you can weigh them all out. Mm-hmm. You know versus working with like four different lenders to try to put all the products together. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, needless to say I mean, I mean, there's a lot. It's it's very involved when you're purchasing a home. Never mind when you're when you're starting your first year and your exactly. profession. You're really working hard to to get you know to where you want to get. And all of those years of schooling, you know, behind you, you've got all that massive debt. This is a pretty complicated conversation. I, I would maybe not complicated, but it's there's a lot to it. Detail. It's very detailed. So. My suggestion to any buyers that have all of that debt is to start the conversation with a local reputable lender that has these products, right? And Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, obviously, you, you have you have these products, and you can help them out with this. Um, um, the, it's only know. for single family residences. So oh, really? You can't so buy multi families, multi- which is another. Oh. So another another might be a reason not to do the doctor loan right. because they want you know that's too bad. It, they want to buy a multi family, so you're going to have to look at the other options. Yeah. Um, so some pros and cons. Yeah, absolutely. That just like anything, yeah. you know, there's not ever a perfect circle. There's always yeah. it's always an oval. There's always strong at one point, <laughs> weak at another. And um, it, you have to have above uh, you have to have a, above a 700 FICO. So for people out there that might have lower than a, a 700 FICO, um, you're gonna want to uh, still talk with your loan officer. Hopefully, it's myself. But yep. you know, if it happens to be another one, on how to maybe use. The tax refund when we just got done talking about taxes, yep. you know, ma- using your taxes to um, possibly uh, pay off debt to get a higher credit score, or work with a rapid rescore a loan officer that can do a rapid rescore, so that way you can strategize and maybe you know get to seven hundred in the next couple of months and not something right away. The rimortgageguy.com, right? Is that is that's that me? A, the rimortgageguy.com. You can go to his uh, website. You can fill out a, a an application there, or you can go ahead and call us on our off air number four zero one two one seven twenty three thirty three. We'll connect you with Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Um, good stuff, Matt. Thank you so much for being you here. Got it, man. We got a great segment coming up. We got some great information coming up. And uh, make sure to follow us on facebook.com backslash Despirito team to see all of our previous segments, videos, listen to our podcast. We'll be right back here on the Despirito team real estate show. Nice job, gentlemen. We'll be right Thank back. You. Thank you.
Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. All righty. Good morning. Welcome back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. I'm Emilio Despirito. I'll be your host for the rest of this hour. We're here in the studio with Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management in addition to Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage. I never call you Matthew. I don't know why I do that on the show. It's weird. But uh, anyways, what is up, gentlemen? How are we doing today? What's up? Our cold. It's freezing. It is. Finally, winter's gotten here. Yeah, finally. It's time to go skiing. Time to get out in the, you know, in the snow. We don't have any here but up north. But anyways, so um, listen, the topic of the day, why is Greg in prison? Why are you spending time in prison? Greg, people on Facebook want to know, people on air want to know, what are you doing? Why are you over at the penitentiary? Got it. So a lot of businesses are out there saying that they're invested in the community. Yeah. Okay, they give back. They're interested in networking and helping people grow. And what I see is they go to a park and pick up some water bottles, take a million pictures, and that's it for the year. (laughs) Go to the park and pick up Part-timers. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Something is better than nothing. Yeah. But to me, I see through that. Okay. I see them advertising. I see them bragging. I see them inflating, really, what they're doing and what their true morals and values are. Sure. So the place that Nexus goes to, you can't take cameras. Yeah. You can't take phones. Okay, so what we do is weekly... We teach job readiness skills to the inmates at the ACI here in Rhode Island. That's medium security prison. Yep. Now, investing in your community, that's what we do. We teach these guys the skills that they need to become employable. So if they don't, they you know they're, 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 there's a greater chance they're going to go back to where they exactly started. absolutely exactly. So to us, we wanted to do something, and that's what we decided. That's nice, man. And you know what? And and, and these people are, you know, they've messed up, right? They've been forgotten about. Yep. And and you're going in there teaching them life skills, work skills, so that they can be productive citizens when they get out. And, Matt, you hit the nail on the head. What is the uh, – what's that? What's that that word I'm looking for? Recidification. What's that word? Recidivism. Recidivism. What is the recidivism rate for for prisoners when they get out? How many go back in? Do you know that rate? Yeah. So in Rhode Island, within a year, it's about 70%. 70%. They're going to have some type of contact with law enforcement. And the reason that is is because they're not getting the right data. Now, imagine somebody giving you the wrong information for your whole life, and then they tell you, all right, you're out of prison. Go succeed. Yeah, not going to happen. You're like... It's all they know. Where do I go? (laughs) What do I start doing? So I'm teaching them. Yeah. Real estate is always hiring. That's what I say. Real estate is always hiring. What do you mean by that? Because I I don't think you could be a a felon and, and get a real estate license. What exactly do you mean? Real estate always hiring means that there's always something you can get involved in in this huge ball of wax that is real estate. I would I would agree with that. So what's so, your what's your um grab a lawnmower, start cutting grasses, get a truck, start doing debris removal. Yep. Get a paintbrush, paint some houses. There's plenty of jobs out there that you're not directly involved with clients or agents. You're in the the background. Yep. But they still pay. Skilled labor pays big. And they need it. People need reliable skilled labor. How many loans that you do 
come across an FHA that says, oh, these window frames need to be painted. There's debris in the basement. There's all this stuff that kind of gets in the way of a deal that you need somebody to go bang it out, do the job, and leave. Yep. So, perfect. That's amazing. Junk removal, clearing out a house. Whatever it is. Low skill, low, you don't need, uh, you know, an arsenal of tools. You just need a brain and a phone. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, do they get like a certificate when they're when they're done the class yeah, or what? Absolutely, that's awesome. And they get me as a referral, as a recommendation. That's great. So, so they, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. you go ahead. So, all right. So, you're in a class now. How many people are normally in a classroom like this? So it starts out at about twenty five. Uh, starts out. Where does it finish? But I usually have to kick out about twenty of them, and I end up with about five or six. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Do they talk crap to you? Like, do they? Not so much crap. It's just they're not showing up on time. They're leaving early. They're talking to other inmates. They're not giving me what, you know, attention that I deserve for coming there and volunteering. So respectfully, they're asked to leave and, and never come back. That's pretty amazing. I like that. That's, you know, like really like who I don't know anybody else like doing something like that, and um, that's pretty powerful. If you could imagine, if you could drop that rate from seventy down to, yeah. you know, fifty, even like what that does not only for the community but for taxpayers, for everything, everything, for, right? For the inmate too, you know, for them, for them personally, they just need a second chance. Yeah, so, absolutely. But if they show they can show up on time, pay attention, engage, like the right way, and you know, taking what you're bringing to the table and uh, contributing to it. Why, you know, why not give them a second chance? Yeah, I agree. But for the other ones that don't want to have anything and help themselves, you got to have people that want to help themselves. Absolutely. You know. Awesome. Any success stories you see coming out of this? Well, it's relatively new. It's been about a year or so. Yep. So what I think is going to happen in the coming years is I'm going to run across these guys. Sure. In real estate or, you know, out at the supermarket or Heck on the yeah. street. And they're going to tell me, hey, Greg, I'm doing this now. Or, hey, Greg, I tried that. Love that. Whatever it may be. So I think it's like, you know, relatively soon it's a life to see success. But yeah. the wheels are spinning. That's amazing, Greg. Now, um, what was I going to ask you? What what inspired you to, to do this? I mean, this is – I've never heard of anybody doing this before. When you originally told me you were doing it, I was like, wow. I was like, you know, Greg, you're kind of a little insane. But at the same time, like – that's yeah, I thought about. It. I was like, that is really amazing. Like, what inspired you to go teach at the state pen? I mean, I was sitting in bed one night and I was thinking. Yeah. And I was thinking about all the bad data that's in the world, all the bad and the fake information bombarded with that it. were fed in the public. Sure. So I thought about, well, what about people that aren't in control of their lives? What kind of information are they getting? Yeah. So. I really just wanted to go in to give a raw and real IV to these guys of what they should be thinking about and what's really happening and not give them these booklets and say, here, this is how you do it. Go get a job. Yeah. So I just wanted to cut through the chase and give these guys who feel like they have no hope, hope. Wow, man, that's freaking awesome. Amen. I love that. Amen. Awesome. Hey, listen, we're going to be right back here. That was Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management. We've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage over here in the co-host seat today. We're going to be right back here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show in a few brief minutes. Thank you.
Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Awesome. On the line with us, we've got the, well, hold on a second. Let me take a step back. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're in the studio today with Matt uh, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management, and we're all about community, and real estate is all about tying the community in together. So every week we have on Jennifer Jaber with RIblogger.com to talk about the top five events happening here in our local southern New England community. Jen, welcome back to the Desperado Team Show. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Always, always a pleasure. So, uh, again, riblogger.com. What's up? What do we have going on? So, Thursday, January 30th, is a mysterious affair, an evening of murder, mystery, and intrigue, all in support, uh, sorry, all in support of the Providence Athenum, am I saying Athenum, from 7 to 10 p.m. <laughs> the scene is a 1920s English country house murder mystery. Um, so, you know, I don't know if you've been to a live murder mystery. I myself have not yet, so mm-hmm. I'm seriously considering attending this one. Um, but the library will be transformed into an elegant estate marred by a terrible crime. You can sip, nibble, and socialize, um, and you can follow clues all along the way to the truth. It includes a radio play by the Wilbury Theater Group, curious photo booth, mystery and clues, extravagant cocktail bar, appetizers, and more. So um, it's kind of a fun, interactive murder mystery event. Sure. Tuesday, January 31st, is the Monster Jam Triple Threat Series at the Dunkin' Donuts Center from at 7 p.m. Um, it's the ultimate mixture of action and excitement in six different competitions. World-class class athletes will tear up the dirt um, with Monster Jam trucks, speedsters, and ATVs, and they'll compete head-to-head. So it's a great family fun event. It's pretty exciting. Nice. Nick Jr. Live, more family fun. Uh, Move to the Music will be showing at the Vets Auditorium February 1st and 2nd, and families are invited to dance, clap, and cheer and move to the music with friends from Bubble Guppies, because your little one's maybe at this age, right? Yeah. Or he's getting... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bubble Guppies, Paw Patrol, Dora the Explorer, all those things. Um, Shimmer and Shine, Blues Clues. So it's a family-friendly musical spectacular. It's the first and the second from 10 to 12 and 2 to 4 p.m. And there's VIP experiences available as well. Awesome. The New Hill February monthly guided hike is 10 to 12 um, at 120, and it's February 1st, at 120 Killing Street in, Proven- in Providence. But there's um, they happen the first Saturday of every month. Mm-hmm. So their first Saturday guided hikes, you can come see the natural evidence of seasons changing firsthand. Because I was thinking about it, if you don't make February, then you're in March. You're like potentially, you know, heading into spring things. It's crazy. But you're going to want to, right? I know. It's, it's like So you want to, Sorry. It's just the the seasons change like so so quick. I mean, time flies. That's all I was saying. I know it's wild. So dress for the weather, whatever that may be. Um, and the walk is suitable for all ages. And leash dogs are also welcome. It's free and open to the public, and donations are welcome uh, to support the work of the conservancy. And again, it's at ten to twelve p.m. at one twenty Killingly Street in Providence. Awesome. And save the date for Friday, February fourteenth, for the Wine Trefest Speakeasy Soiree at Newport Vineyards from seven to ten p.m. Sip, savor, and swing into Winterfest weekend with Miss Katie Clea and a Speakeasy Jazz Band. Um, it'll be wine, prohibition-style cocktails, 
handcrafted light fair, and of course, speakeasy attire and flair will be encouraged. So, and then that kicks off the uh, entire Wine to Fest weekend, which is February 15th and 16th at the Newport Vineyard. Very so, cool. lots of exciting things going on, even though it's cold. A lot of exciting things going on. You know what? Speaking of prohibition, right? We have a lot of older homes here, and you'll appreciate this, Greg. A lot of older homes here in Rhode Island, whether it's multifamily or single family, and a lot of these homes have these weird kind of almost like uh, hidden doors like on the outside of them, right? You'll see this throughout Providence, Pawtucket, Woonsocket areas, and... People used to bootleg alcohol in their basements, you know, moonshine, whatever they made, wine, whatever they made, and they would slide the door open and hand it to people right out of the door during Prohibition. Really? Real, a cool underground wow. business that was uh, running rampant all across the United States when they, they said we couldn't drink. I have a custom wine press in my in my. Uh, I have a custom wine press in my, one of my basements in my houses. Really? Yeah, it's built into the foundation yeah, of the house. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Dev- a lot of a lot of Italian in- immigrants came here and and made a lot of a lot of wine and whatnot. Cool. Is there, yeah, is that's there, really cool you, stuff. Did, oh, okay. All right. Did you want to say something, Greg? Oh uh, yeah, I think they still do slide stuff out the windows in Providence. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Providence. Just stuff. different uh, stuff. I think it's more than just yeah. Providence, and I don't think it's it's liquid. I think it's other things, but yeah, who knows? I don't know. But uh, anyways, awesome stuff, Jennifer. Thank you so much, and uh, they can check out all of the events at riblogger.com. They can submit. You can submit your own events for free as well, right? Absolutely. Okay, great. It sounds. Top left-hand corner um, on a PC, and then on your phone, you just scroll down to the menu, and you'll see Submit Your Event. Perfect. Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com gave us the best top five events here in the Rhode Island area. Thanks, Jen. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks. You're very welcome. Awesome. What a great show today, guys. I'm so glad you were here in the studio Uh, with me today. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank Jack, our producer, for doing a bang-up job. Nice stuff. Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management. Thank you. You're welcome. Come back again. Keep up that good work, man, helping out those, uh, those, those inmates that, if you missed the earlier segment, Greg is actually helping out inmates looking to get out. He's teaching them work and life skills. Yep. Uh, and Nexus Property Management has a a huge, um, you know, initiative going to stop re- recidivism. Did That's I say it. that correctly? That's it. To, to lower the recidivism rate, so the amount of people going back into prison, right. you know, out of their first or second year being out. So that's amazing, man. Good good for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you guys. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Man, we had such a, we had a lot of fun, man. You gave us a lot of great information, as always. Thanks for being that resource. You got it. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, man, definitely. And Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com with the top five events in Rhode Island and uh, the Despirito team for helping make this show happen. All of our sponsors and, most importantly, you, our listeners, for keeping us as the number one real estate radio show in southern New England now. Five years and running. Wow. Booyah. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Oh, and by the way, if you need me, I'm Emilio Desperado. You can Google me or you can. Oh, you might get my dad because he's the third. Oh. Right? And my son's the fifth. You might get your son, yeah. Right? <laughs> but no, you can Google me. You can find me that way. Or you could just call me direct, 401-217-2333. 401-217-2333. Have a wonderful rest of the day. God bless you, and we'll see you here next week on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show.